Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is a New World Order and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who is pretending he's not just a dog in a man suit and the other who really wishes that he was a man in a dog suit. I'm going to do the first one. <laughs> and I'll explain why off air. Because you don't want to be a furry? Because I don't want to be a furry. What's wrong with furries? I'm not going to have that conversation. I'm just not one. My name is Sebastian. <laughs> I've never met a furry that wasn't super sexy. Yeah. Sexy or sexual? Uh, they're interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's me, Sebastian of World America, your uh, legal creator of Kung Fu, um, <laughs> here to talk to you about compassion and politics. Compassion <laughs> with other people's money. With other people's money. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, what we do is we maintain virtual nations on a virtual nation simulator, nationstates.net, and we deal with the issues that accost our nations by trying to stick to our own personal political ideologies. And this whole season, this is our third season, aliens have been messing with our brains. Beep, boop. The aliens we met some 36 episodes ago are still messing around with our minds by switching them out every five episodes we're running each other's countries maybe and so now have we spoken about how I see this differently I see this yes. as a Freaky Friday scenario in which the three of us went to grab this same like document in the UN while accidentally speaking <laughs> to our interns saying the same words lightning struck the flights fla- the lights flash and we've all Freaky friday and that's that's exactly the justification that your brain has to put on this to not go insane when the aliens <laughs> switch our brains about I think it's more fun Sure, sure, for you. So let uh, let us dis- let us figure out exactly which nations we will be in charge of. Now I've put three names onto equally cut pieces of paper. I see. I'm gathering them around. Um, I'm. Fully- I'll take the last one. Okay, Zane, would you like the first one or the second one? I'll have the first, please. Uh, Zane is fingering the container. There we go. I am also doing that, leaving one option in there for Andrew. Hooray! I am Zane Beckerstan, which I assume is the American spelling of Zane Australia. That is true. I am World America. <laughs> Things stay the same again. Finally. I was worried this wouldn't happen all season. We have status quo. Who did you get again, sorry, Andrew? Oh, Andrew Polia. What does it say on the sheet? I though? presume. Well, I, the S must be the way uh, uh, Samaritans write a lowercase a. <laughs> He's Andropolis. Andropolians read it as as Andropolis. The S actually means hope. Yeah, <laughs> if it's, if it was an Andropolian, but it's clearly it's written in Sub-American. Yeah, so, yeah, that must be how they write Andropolia. 
I want to go first. No, I'm going first. Oh, but I already said it. Too late. A <laughs> major debate. It's a pun. You'll get it soon. One of my advisors was caught referring to music education as non-essential curriculum. Here, here. His com- comment was, has struck a chord, resulting in a chorus of suggestions for more music education reform. Four options. Four, four options? Yes. <laughs> the nation that music programs or anything less than vital is nothing but treble. I mean trouble. She says, forcing in a pun, declares world famous composer and local middle school orchestra director, Wee Holland. How many times in, in this in this fictionalization, how many times have you pressed the security button under your table already? After already she- twelve. <laughs> this dissonant discourse not only puts the jobs of hardworking Zane Australians at risk, but it also threatens the musical futures of our children. The school curriculum must include an emphasis on musical education that all students will be required to participate in. Sure, strings do come attached. Shut up. It won't be cheap to buy musical instruments for every boy and girl in Zane Australia, but Zane Australia's musical tradition is on the line here. So invest more money in musical education because one minister, one of my advisors, said that music was a non-essential curriculum. Which one of us mandated that the national uh, national songs be played by uh, buskers? At every street corner? I think that was said, Mary. No, I would never, unless someone made me do that, I wouldn't do that. Mm. Um, I think I got hamstrung to making whale whale music my national theme. Maybe. Isn't that what happened to me? I have a funny feeling it's Zane Australia. I can't remember. As some sort of boost to arts. Maybe. I can't remember now. I know I had a musical option, but that was when you you either vetoed me into a whole end or you had the reins at the time. But it was was very early on, I remember, like in the first 30 episodes. No, that's nonsense, barks high school basketball coach Dana Summers. <laughs> high school basketball, says. What? Oh, I thought he was going to be a basketball. Oh. <laughs> uh, students learn from far more than far more from sport than they do from playing little magic flutes. Youth are only properly taught discipline, determination, and decision-making skills from challenges of playing on a team. As far as I'm concerned, we should just save ourselves some money and cut music from the curriculum. After all, band geeks' only purpose is to put people on the sidelines to cheer us on. He's got a point. I mean, there's no cooperation and no teamwork in, in, in an orchestra whatsoever. Yeah, he's also backed up by the numbers because numbers show that people who play musical instruments do better both academically and on the sporting field. Mm. Mm. All the more reason to, <laughs> to, to fund more basketball. More basketball. <laughs> uh, option number three. Maybe the traditional music education is on the decrescendo, states well-known sci-fi author Hugo Campbell. I can hear that button (laughs) being pressed. I don't know where security is, but they're not here. However, music programs can be saved thanks to science. That's all that's needed. It's more of an electronic approach. Let's... It's clear that electronic instruments and music mixing computer programs must replace the Baroque counterparts. Just imagine this. Instead of renting saxophones, students can do it all in the computer labs we already have. So it's essentially a digital version of number one. Uh, 
I mean, I think of, of mandating music programs. Uh, yeah. Well, music is already part of the curriculum. Um, it's just that it was accused of being non essential. And so people are like, no, put more money into yeah. it. Uh, so one says basically give a musical instrument to every child in school to encourage them to play more music. Number two is like, no. Not bands, basketball. <laughs> Number three is like, well, we don't need to give them instruments. Not we just basketball, more mouse balls. More mouse balls. Although they're all optical now anyway. Yeah. Also, it is like, well, let's not give them instruments. Let's teach them to make music digitally. Sure. <sighs> Option number four. Encouraging, making making instruments available is very different to issuing Every and that's student why with, with I wish they didn't say give one to yeah, every student. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you see the distinction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Option number four. That misses the point entirely, yells famed drill sergeant Hardman while jogging by with a platoon of soldiers belting out military cadences behind them. The only reasons why schools exist is to make loyal, productive citizens of the Australian children. In this regard, music education has been taught entirely in the wrong key. <laughs> the curriculum should be revised with the goal of accentuating patriotic values in mind. Students should be required to learn and sing the nation's praises, including our national anthem. That's right. E major. Come, I mean, why? Why do these people, these particular people come to me <laughs> with this problem? Now, I'm going to go option number one. Okay. It's an expensive option. Is that because it's the only real, it's the only viable one? Viable yeah. one. I mean, option number three is fine, but I don't think that learning to compose on electronic instruments is much different than learning to compose on acoustic instruments. It's just, and I think that if you learn music theory on a real, a real instrument, it, it exercises parts of the brain differently than learning to key something into a computer. There's, the, there's certainly something to be said for the relationship between sound and, and sound. That's exactly yeah. right. So, I'm going to go option number one because, yeah, that's the only real option here. But, um, e but even so, uh, we both identified that it's incorrect because it shouldn't be yeah. a, 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 an issuing of an instrument to every student. It should be making available an yeah. instrument. This to, is a step back from yeah. a couple of issues ago where I was like, let's just not mandate the same thing taught to everyone. Yeah. Um, this is unfortunately... I mean, you can give someone a musical instrument and they can refuse to play it. And I think that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. That, that is what this is going to end up being. Uh, but, you know, it's the best of four pretty poor options. <laughs> um, elementary school students are required to master Bach's Cacione in D before graduation. Good on them. City planners consider a 14-sided roundabout. State schools shine in latest ranking. Citizens smile. Cheer government officials. Closure of outreach program leaves some in limbo. I have a new postcard. It is called Icy Gaze. Address 250 issues. Oh, there you go. I've addressed 250 issues. <laughs> um, okay, so ooh, public education up 4%. Culture wow. up 38 Intelligence up 4.5. 
No, 1.5. Sorry, I misread that. Um, everything else less than 1%. We have social conservatism, scientific advancement, IT, uh, tourism, income, average income, economic output, taxation, and human development index. Biggest down is weather at 2.9, followed by everything else less than 1%, crime, ideological radicality, welfare, uh, public transport, agriculture, cheese exports, and civil rights. Woohoo! So, I mean, bigger ups than I thought there would be and no huge downs. It's good. So, I mean, the students fine. are on board for the moment at least. Yeah. And honestly, welfare went down. So... I don't know why. Is there a sudden increase in uh, pawned instruments? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so because they aren't cheap. That's true. Yeah. A, a, a decent, a decent uh, violin or guitar is still a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I went first. Seb, you can go next. Hooray! Mine's called Clean Switch. Ew. It turns out the man who cleans your coffee, your, sorry, your oh, coffee, your office toilets, is actually double qualified as a real estate lawyer and orthopedic surgeon in his home country. That um, that is in world America, his qualifications are not recognised. According to the rocket scientist that makes your sandwiches in the canteen, this is a common problem for immigrants across the land. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got three options on the table. Increasing access to a skilled workforce can only be good for our economy, observes Minister of Work and Pensions Jennifer Snape. So Jennifer Snape, um, who has been complaining all day that she couldn't get an appointment with her dentist. Allow foreign qualifications to be recognised here, and we'll have more doctors, lawyers, engineers, and so on. Some of the practices might not come across, so might come across as slightly unorthodox, but still, an increase in supply will lead to a decrease in costs, uh, benefiting the public spending and private sector growth. Um, we could clean up. Get it? Oh goodness! Somebody stop me. Do you know a better way of achieving that same thing? Just get rid of licensing regulations. That seems bad for things like doctors. Why? They're uh, still responsible. Yeah, but for everything they do, then you'd have to. The public would have to actually understand what sort of qualifications a doctor should have to make an educated decision. And given well, that you can outsource that to an insurance company, no insurance company would insure a doctor who wasn't competent. Mm. So except a fake one, a fake one would. A fake insurance company <laughs> yeah. would, but we're not we're not uh, regulating them, I guess, in this theory. So what would stop them? Yeah, well, they're still liable. That's that's the whole. Nah, point. it's all fake. <laughs> they're just going to just BS it, right? No, it was. Oh no, we were doing theatre sports. We were just joking. We were actually. <laughs> <laughs> you thought we were an insurance company, but we're actually an uh, insurance role play <laughs> company. You can catch us at the stand up, stand up in every Thursday. Uh, option two, you can't trust foreigners. States native-born and trained structural engineer Morty Bonaparte. Oh, I like him. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not being racist. Mm. I'm I beg to differ, Monty. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm talking about trust and the quality of training. Who can say whether their standards are as good as ours? Who knows what dangerous practices might be considered normal in their nations? If they want to work here, they have to gain our qualifications so we know that they are safe. Otherwise, they can stick to pushing brooms. I mean, do some research, Monty. Yeah, I feel like also <laughs> middle ground. Like, is it crazy to say, come over, sit your, your, your bloody entry, your, your test? Just to make sure, okay, cool. Yeah, you are you are trained to a standard that we accept here, and then they get the license. Rather than going through and having to do like seven years of medical again, they just go through and sit a couple of exams to make sure that they are up to scratch. There is a danger in doing that, in that if you're only assessing their competency based on a government test, if there's some way for that test for the test results to be corrupted, then you can guarantee that some people are going to slip through that way. I think you could definitely leave it up to the employers. 
so that if they're going to employ you, they can ask that you ascertain your level of qualification. So, okay, well, your resume says this, and we're happy to hire you if you go through this two-week program to assess your actual skills and then do that. And I, I don't know whether that needs to be government. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind that idea. It only issue is, I mean, at least in Australia, you have so many private you know, GPs opening up and stuff. If they just decide to open up their practice, okay, they're circumventing say, that. Let's say you implement this, right? This, uh, this test, right? Yes. That means any citizen of Submerica could issue themselves a fake degree then come along and say, hey, I have a degree from whatever university. Let me sit the test. I imagine that they would check to make sure like those are real universities. Maybe. There are a lot of online universities in inverted commas that you know you just have to pay them enough money and they the, give you a degree. The point I'm making is that trying to assess somebody's competency based on a test after they you know submit some some relevant degree is a bad way of achieving what you want to achieve. We should make them all perform open heart surgery. That's the test. <laughs> On whom? Um, other migrants. <laughs> that- they're their closest family member. <laughs> they must perform a heart transplant before on their two children. On themselves. <laughs> um, option three, the final option. Hey, they've already taken all the low-level jobs. You can't let them take the high-paying ones too, rants unemployed ex-factory worker Susie Hahn. World American jobs should be for world American people. Make it illegal for employers to offer jobs, uh, any jobs to any migrants unless they can prove there's no native to fill the spot first. Oh, these are, none of these are good. Um, Why is number three bad? You should be picking who's best for the job, not just for who's whitest. Excellent. Um, That's a very good answer. I'm glad we agree. That's absolutely oh, the okay. criteria. Yeah, that's absolutely oh, the criteria that you should you're use. You're baiting yeah. me. No, 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 no. Like, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't play that game, Seb. That's me. I play that I game. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think option one was the one I want to. I'm going to reread it because they all kind of kind of shitty to me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you may want to read it out loud. You, so we can all read along with you, Seb. Uh, um, so basically, number one was allow foreign qualifications to be recognised here, and we'll have more doctors, lawyers, engineers, whatever. Um, some of their practices might come across as unorthodox, but still an increase in supply will lead to a decrease in cost, benefiting public spending and the private sector growth. Um, and also if people don't like it, they won't. If people don't like the way that this foreign doctor treats a flu or a sprained ankle, then yeah. they won't go back to them. Yeah. As long as they're not required to see the first doctor. Yeah. If they're still allowed to say, hey, I don't want to see that doctor and not have that questioned. Yep, that's absolutely fine. And you, I mean, you, this, none of these issues raise things like insurance, but literally, doctors all have their wonderful medical insurance. If they commit malpractice, they're there. You would think so, and yep. that will be a risk they'll have to take. Hey, I'm the world's worst doctor. No one's insuring me. The next time I fuck up, it could cost me personally millions of dollars. So there is. Isn't that what I said? No, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying, but it's not in there. Absent the government program, you can still <laughs> achieve that. <laughs> Just by. Yes. But this is with the government. <laughs> Uh, breaking news, dubiously qualified Scandaludian baristas uh, keep referring to laws as government guidelines. <laughs> um, I did get the Rocky Endeavor um, postcard thingy. This- Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, 
a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is a strange stat to look at. Okay, Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative. Uh, new clinic scratches itch for relieved citizens. World American and fast lane to economic growth and mining industry sees blue skies ahead. What do you guys think is my highest um, industry or sector that has risen? It's a sector. I'll, I'll make it easy for you. Retail. You'd th- yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? That makes sense. R- 100% up agriculture. Wow. Yeah. I right. guess I freed up a lot of like physical labor sort of jobs. But what qualifications do you technically need to be in it? No, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking it because I took migrants that were taking those jobs ah. and let them do engineering and shit. I freed up a lot of um, industries to hire other workers, but in saying that they still had, and it's confusing. Yeah, they still had workers. Uh, trout fishing, 43% <clears throat> up. Beverage sales, 42, as was furniture restoration. IT up 29, pizza delivery up 14, insurance up 12. Um, yeah. Sure, I, that seems like a very good boost to employment. It wouldn't be South America without this result. Down, <laughs> black market, 70%. Wow. What about, what about your gambling? Um, I have to find it. My black market just jumped off a cliff, by the way, which is beautiful. Um, gambling. Well done. Sorry, I got to see if it was going up or down because I can't see it. Perhaps it was Maybe unaffected. It yeah. No, no, it's me. It would have been affected in some regards. <laughs> um, gambling up 7%. Okay. But so is the average income of the rich and economic freedom all up 7%. So, so there you go. So they haven't changed there. Yeah, they're all, they, they make it as much money as they're losing, I assume. Yeah. Um, so shall we compare no, Black Market at the end? That sounds end. good. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I think we were about to jump ahead to Andrew passing Andrew <laughs> down. I was like, oh, if only. Because <laughs> people survive another day. Yeah. <laughs> Making money hand over fist. In a highly anticipated boxing match between pretty boy Kirby Dawson and Brian the Junkyard Dog Rudd, watched by millions across the nation, both competitors walked away with more than 100 million amples. Critics are claiming that the fight has ushered in a new wave of spoilt, egotistical, money-grabbing athletes. Sure, kill them all. Is that, is that an option? Option number one? <laughs> we shall see. There are, ban sports. There are four options, so ban sports may, may come along. Or ban money. It is utterly ridiculous, tuts Rene Al-Assad, a freelance journalist who formerly focused on politics but is rumoured to have switched to reporting on sports to pay the bills. If I knew knew dancing around like a fairy for an hour could earn me that much, I certainly wouldn't be wasting my time writing. The government should peg athletes' salaries to another hard-working profession like freelance journalism to curb this unfair advantage. (laughs) A wonderful... Unbiased report there yeah. from Renee Ellison. I mean, I mean, the press can't lie in print, so they're just lying <laughs> to your face instead. Uh, that's silly. Um, yes, it's the yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, Andropolia is all about the free market first and foremost. So you get what you can demand, and if you can demand a hundred million amples for for a yeah. fight because if of your fame, idiots, because of your skill. Tell them not to be. The point is, if that's what you can demand, then that's what you get. If and that's what you can demand from idiot people, if that's if that's who it is, yeah, I think. It's, I mean, it is. I mean, <laughs> no. I, I'm 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 happy going on on. I'll, 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 I'm going to call out boxing fans. You're Bo- idiots. No. Sorry, sorry, yeah, you it's, kids. It's entertainment, and that's one form of entertainment. 
the worst form of entertainment. Why is it the worst? You're literally just standing in a square beating someone else's face. I'm not a fan of boxing in any way. Good, and that's why we're friends. I don't think there's anything illegitimate about it. I think it's stupid. (laughs) And the people who enjoy it are stupid. Fair enough. Similar to wrestling. (laughs) 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 Number two. That just doesn't cut it, interjects Zeke Fraser, head of the Wage Quality Group. What about the actor getting paid a pricely sum for spending a day acting in a commercial? Yeah, what about the actor? Or a CEO getting paid 50 times what their workers make to lounge on a golf course? No, I think that's good. The government should regulate all professions. Professional pay will no longer be a matter of industry and business, but of legality and government policy. You know, I didn't like him to start with, but now he's making some sense. That is... Not the Andrew Polian way. Way, way <laughs> a bad idea. Um, f- first of all, the, the first option seeks to peg athlete salaries to some arbitrary uh, career. Number two just proposes to for, for the government to set the value. Yeah, of everything. Of, um, of everything, which is not the way value works. You can't... Who would know better? If you set the value of everything, then everything's value is set. It just makes everything so much easier. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Andy. Value is not dictated by fiat. You can do it, but it doesn't change the value. It's it's arbitrary. But what if I said universal basic income? Would you rise to that bait as well? (laughs) Number three. (laughs) They must think we're grabbing money from their wall... wall, Pockets mumbles the no longer so handsome looking Kirby Dawson who lost the fight in the knockout. Lots of people paid to see the fight and I hear, uh, what's the word? Earned that money. In fact, you should help make more people watch our fights. People will have a fun thing to watch and maybe they'll even want to become fit like me. Um, (laughs) You did earn that money. I'm not going to promote that people watch your fight, that's entirely up to you to sell that and, and market it. Yeah, I mean, that's just one step back from like giving them this money yourself. Yeah. 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 So far, these are three no-goes for Andropolia. And number four, let's hope it's a good one. Band sport. Those critics are just cowardly keyboard warriors, hisses the infamously tough boxing coach Commodus McFly. Now that's a name. Mm, I'm sure anyone critical of athletes' salaries would quickly shut up if we forced them into the real fighting situation. They'd be good punching bags for the million ample fighter I'm training. That's it. I'm not sure what he's proposing there. Uh, I think he's proposing make everyone fight. If you're critical of of the fight. Uh, None of these options are (laughs) viable in any way. Is that all the options? That's it. (laughs) Veto. Veto what? This the dismiss. Are <laughs> oh, you? <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't even listen to the first two options, but I assumed they were terrible. Seb. I mean, they're not. They're not the worst, but they're not Andropolian. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> How dare you? I just want you to. I just want you to commit. You're you're too quick to jump on that dismiss button. I've noticed, and Andrew, I can. I'll change you, mate. I dismiss when it's appropriate, and in this case, it's entirely appropriate. Oh. But- Thank you for taking that option away from me. <laughs> uh, if you wanted freedom of choice, you should have moved to World America. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, that's it. I'm promoting boxing. Yay! <laughs> Boxing's like angry wrestling. Let's go for it. It's the least offensive option of all of those. And it's going to bring in so um, much money. I mean, I don't, th- I don't, I don't see what the government gets out of it because tax. And he doesn't tax. Oh well, you fucked up. <laughs> I would have taxed. No, you don't. You don't tax. Seventy percent tax. No, <laughs> on boxing matches. No. All right, unless there's another veto. I mean, for something I, else. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I don't, don't either. I don't no. think you're going to choose number four, which is the only one like I actively dislike. Um, if you're going to promote oh. boxing, like I, I just think that that's yeah. It's none of those are Andropolian choices. None of them are no. Australian no. choices. That's exactly right. Yeah, right. You, you can make whatever bad choice you want to make here. Well, thank you, Seb. Thank you for uh, mm. for shoehorning me. So the government <laughs> will now fund prom- or promote boxing. Major boxing matches are held in government buildings. <laughs> that seems like a good use of their space if they weren't being used at the time. That's just saving resources. <laughs> <laughs> the Andropolis Sentinel reports retail industry reports surging sales. Adorable puppy reunited with owner. Oh. Impregnated by aliens? Our facts will shock you. <gasps> wow, when did the Andropolis Sentinel become the, the world news? Can I point world out- news, uh, The daily world, world news? World weekly news? World weekly news. But that has to be true because they posted it. <laughs> well, that's true. So, <laughs> Unless they publish a fiction that just looks like a newspaper. That's true. And Andropolians soak up summer sun. Gambling up 19%. Yeah, but it's good gambling. Retail up 17%. Wealth gaps up 8%. Yeah, they're good wealth gaps. Weather up three and a half. That's got to be good. Business (laughs) Unless it's cyclones. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Business subsidization up two and a half, as is average disposable income and the economy as a whole and average income as a whole and economic output as a whole and lifespan. All up? All up two and a half percent. Who knew... Telling people to punch each other in the face would raise their life. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, government investment in industry always gives you this <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Regardless of what you're actually pushing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Health and niceness up two percent as far as the downtrends are Health concerned. Health is an interesting one. Yeah. yeah. As far as the downtrends are concerned, taxation down one and a half percent. Oh, mate, I'm looking at me, your best friend. Death rate also down one and a half percent, as is obesity and intelligence. And income equality down 7%, but we already knew that. Andrew, mm. I'm failing to see the part that I should be apologising to you for because it seemed like that was all good. Really? Your tax went down, what's the your life scam went up. What's the Submerican uh, stance on gambling? Shh, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> like, ah. I'd rather you spend your money on better things, but I'm not going to stop you. I've never banned gambling. <laughs> I would just rather people made a more educated decision and did other things with it, but they can- And yet you are praising the increase in gambling yeah, in for, Andropolia. Yeah, but for fun stuff. Because it's good gambling. It's not them like going to the casino and just blowing money on that. Like they're betting on- They pe- absolutely are. Uh, but they're also betting on people <laughs> punching each other in the face. After the black market, can we quickly compare our gambling sure. statistics? Those are my two favorite statistics. Statistics in my nation. Then we'll make this the Submerican special. Let's see. I would be, I am interested because I've had a very significant drop in my black market about the same time that we had this, the change in our life expectancy. Our uh, I think to get an accurate read, we'll have to go into our government statistics for black market because it will show it as a proportion. Yeah. So of, um, because it just gives you a dumb. Uh, oh, the the little factory symbol for the economy oh, will okay. will give you a read of the. Also, we um, want to do percentages, not m- amounts, because the my amounts is like. Well, it'll tell you the amounts as well, but it'll put it into context. Oh, okay. Yeah, my amount is one, two, six, nine, 
12 zeros deep. Yeah, the I never top of my head what number would that even be? Trillion. The Andropolian uh the Andropolian black market sits at 1.6 trillion. I'm on 6 trillion, which is uh, Oh no, it started on 6 trillion. Which is uh, 0.6% of the economy as a whole. I started on 6 trillion. I peaked at 25 trillion and now I'm my lowest of 1.9 trillion. Wow. So and you so the black market is still higher in how many zeros do you have? Twelve zeros, and then the yeah, one number in front of it, and they all well, briefly when I had twenty five. Twelve. Twelve zeros. Okay. Is that trillion? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, it should be trillion. Yeah. So I'm at two hundred thirty one billion. Okay. Two hundred thirty one billion. Billion. Yeah. Andropoly is one point six trillion. Okay. Which is a point six of the. Uh, 0.6% of the economy as a whole. What's right. Your, okay. So my my there economy must be a really small percentage of the economy. It doesn't show up in the pie there you graph. Go. Yeah. Uh, so but negligible. Yeah. Yeah. But about two months ago, uh, in October, I my black market halved for some reason. Yeah. Uh, that must be when the metrics changed because Andropoly has dropped it as well. Dip, yeah. But it's almost back up to its peak. Um, to be to be fair, I yeah I was at 538 billion. Um, and I dropped down to 213 and I'm now at 231. Okay. So what's weird here is I know my black market was quite high, does not show up in my chart. Oh, interesting. My, my chart is, well, you can see the two lovely colors. Find the green because the green's my black market. Oh, there you go. So yours is negligible as well. Yeah, which yeah. is ridiculous considering how much higher than both of you it was. Does not appear. So interesting. I guess, yeah, in comparison to everything else I've got going on, it does not matter. Yeah. So well, what is your GDP? Uh, three hundred ninety-eight trillion. Right, four ninety-six. Yep. And Andropolia's is two hundred ninety-four trillion. Yep. So it's the smallest economy of of all of us. I think I can see my black market, but it might just be the blend between the blue and the red because because you're so still small. you're still socialist. You're still socialist economy. So you have state-owned industry, or do you have private industry? Um, in your economy graph. In my economy graph, I've got 73.2% private and the only other one is government, 267 Okay. Yeah, so you're not socialist. Yeah. Can we check out gambling stats just out let's, of interest? Let's do that. Um, this is measured on the Kelly Criterion Productivity Index. The world census uh, tailed known underworld figures in order to determine which nations have the largest gambling industries. Entropolia started off the game at around 3,300 on that index. Um the all-time low was just shy of 2,500. The all-time high was 6,000 shortly after that. And it's stabilized relatively around around five and five and a half thousand. It's currently at 5,550. Am I the Cinderella story here? I started off on 2001, almost 2,200, peaked at 2,900, and I'm currently sitting on... Oh, wait, sorry. I peaked on 3,400. And I'm currently on 3,100. Okay, so gambling is almost twice as prevalent in Andropolia as yep. Sub-America. Mine, mine, you, every, every <laughs> fucking decision I make, it goes up and down like a like crazy. <laughs> um, I'm currently on and up and then like like leveling out there because right. I haven't had a huge drop, but I've been, yeah. Zane Australia started at 2011. It's about the same as me then. Which was our all-time high. Wow. We are currently on our all-time low. Of 799. My goodness. See, our all-time More than low halved. Uh, dropped pretty quickly. Jumped up to about 1,000, 1,400 um, early on in the game and then just kind of 
stepped down and then have just been flatlining. Yeah. Our then. lowest that we got to was 350. Right. So it went down significantly. I don't know what specifically we've done that's made it go back up, but when did we start swapping around nations? Because it was around June. But I, no, that's way too it early. Could have been that. It could have been the way that the game True, measures yeah. gambling as well. Uh, that's changed because mine, as you can see, has gone up and down quite a bit. It's just bouncing yeah. uh, around. Mine around has just 5, been 000. a straight line, though. Yeah. So okay, interesting. Yeah. interesting. Okay, well, this has been another episode of a New World Order. If you want to find us online, you can do that on all the social medias, or you can send us an email at a New World Order Podcast at gmail You can also find us on Patreon if you want to give us a one American dollar a month or more to get that bonus episode did anything interesting happen in the last episode in the this episode the, 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 no the last the last patron episode patron episode let me bring up my notes ah yes we spoke about genocide so you can go and listen to that <laughs> uh, so I have been Chancellor Zancy Weber of the National Council of Zancy Australia twirling forever towards an increasingly gambling free future um, I've been Sebastian of the country that forgot Kevin and now he's at home alone and there's burglars coming in and oh, they should be dead, but they're not. Yep. Uh, I think you'll find they're bandits. They're the wet bandits. And then they're the sticky bandits. And they're the sticky first <laughs> and then they're wet. No, no, they're wet because- The they're sticky wet bandits is number two. Yeah, they're wet in the first one because they like to leave all the taps running or some stupid shit. That's his gimmick after yep. he robs places. Why are they sticky in number two? Because he wraps his hand in duct tape, reverse wraps his hand in duct tape, and then sticks that into all the Salvation Army and Santa collections. That's and it. has all the coins and notes and everything stick to his hand. And we don't like that in World America. But Merv is an innovator when it yeah. comes to crime. <laughs> and they're both immortal. <laughs> and I have been Andrew Shosler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, Sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. So, what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which continent? Which magic using class is like the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm? Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt Poison him? rules are the same for every player race. Does that mean they all have can the same digestive system? Can my character have a pet? System? Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.